and she took me on a hike. And what happened on that hike is that she had, she had some ropes around her, around her, uh, wrapped around her shoulder. I should have known then this was trouble brewing. And all of a sudden I find myself rappelling across a 500 foot sheer cliff and going from, you know, toe hold to foothold with the ropes and all this sort of thing. And I was scared to death. And I, th I said, what have you done to me? Why are you doing this? And I, but I made it across and I got to the other side and I was very proud of myself. And I go, oh, that was okay. All right. I did that. I did that. I did that. Done that. Don't need to do it again. And she goes, oh, yes, you do, because we have to go back the same way we came. But her methodology for me at that moment was to get me out of my fear, to get me into a place for, where if I could do something physical, I could do something mental. The Fearless and Successful Podcast is hosted by your Hype Girl D and it's designed for change makers just like you. As an activator of human potential and freedom architect, I have one mission with this podcast to show you that you can be, do, and have anything you desire. I love all things money, mindset, and manifestation. I am so excited to share my personal hacks to help you activate your infinite potential. And I also will be sharing fearless stories from leaders around the world who design life and business on their own terms. Remember, if we can do it, so can you. Fearless soul, if you're ready to dream big and make impact, let's get this party started. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, fearless people. Another episode with dear global citizen who is tuning in from Minnesota. Is that correct? Well, <laughs> from Minnesota. <laughs> I but... forgot to even ask where are you tuning in from? So Jane Hanson actually grew up in Minnesota and she's tuning in from? Currently, I am in Florida. Nice. which is lovely because it's warm considering in Minnesota, there are always during this season of winter, there are always uh, buckets and buckets of snow. So I'm happy to be in the warmth is all I can say. I, I can tell I'm I'm jealous because it's snowstorm here in Sweden right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've, you know, I grew up with many a snowstorm and lots of snow days from school, which was great. Um, and lots of days of my mother bundling us up in our snowsuits and sending us out to play. Mm. So nice. Somehow it seems colder now. I don't know. How, I don't know. <laughs> we go with Florida. So that's beautiful. Um, thank you so much for joining us today. And um, really, like it's a, it's an honor because the the experience and wisdom and the work that you did over more than three decades now, probably, um, mm -hmm. will really, really give uh, a fresh and also an amazing insight to our listeners. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate it. Nice. So Jane grew up in Minnesota. She coming up to New York three decades ago to join NBC as an anchor and correspondent to, in New York. She co-anchored Today in New York and co-hosted 
Jane's New York, she covered events ranging from the tragedy of 9-11 to the joy of Yankees' victory parades to Wall Street and Washington. She has interviewed presidents, business leaders, prisoners, celebrities, and she traveled as far as to the Gobi Desert of Mongolia and the Great Depth Miles below New York City for her special reports. So Jane is actually someone who did everything that one can do in this industry, right? I, I pretty much did. I anchored the news. I hosted shows. I did many, many, many interviews. I reported um, from all over the world. So it was uh, a super, super fun job to be able to watch history in the making virtually every single day of my life. And as you know, New York City is one of the global centers of the world. And so at any given time, you can have world leaders that will be coming to the United Nations in New York, or there could be news events that will be happening in any part of the globe um, that I've been able to, you know, to, to go visit. Um, and and my, my professional opinion and my personal opinion is being able to see all of that has given me such a great understanding of other cultures mm -hmm. and other peoples. And I think that if we all could travel so that we understand everybody else i think we'd be in a much better place in this world oh so beautiful thank you for bringing that up because i think this just gives like really really nice perspective of how connected we truly are as humans we are not divided by where we live by nation by race by color by by anything but we are more closer and more together than than ever even though, or regardless of what is happening in the world right now. So I think this is such a beautiful perspective from someone who traveled the world and, and really seen everything. So thank you for that, bringing that up. Really, really good. Um, what happened uh, more than three years, three decades ago? What actually inspired you to do this work? And where are you now? What feels excited for you? I uh, always wanted to be able to see, I'm so curious and I wanted to be, basically I wanted to ask questions. When I was a little girl growing up, my dad used to read um, from the newspaper to me. And so I'd hear these stories and I just knew that I wanted to be a journalist because that would satisfy my curiosity. It would give me an opportunity to, to learn something new every single day, which is what I did. And, um, and I just, I just knew that it would be the kind of job that would keep me continually occupied. I never really um, got, I, I never really had a nine to five job because when you're in the news business, something's always happening on the Friday night before you're supposed to start on a vacation or, um, you know, news never takes a break. So it's the kind of work that you have to be prepared to, you know, fully commit to in every way. but. I love that too. Um, there was a point, however, when I got tired of the deadlines and tired of the constant pressure. And I saw that the business was changing a lot. And as a woman, I knew that there might be an expiration date. And so I became an entrepreneur um, roughly now it's closely to about 
eight years ago or so and created my own business where I coach people about how to present themselves, how to talk, how to do interviews, how to be in the media, how to how to make great presentations, how to be on panels, how to give speeches, how to create videos. So I do all of that work that's about how to communicate effectively, because to me, being able to communicate well is just so crucial. We want to be understood, but we also want to make sure we listen and so that people really listen um, to each other. You know, back to what we were just talking about, about understanding in the world. It's all about listening. Powerful, powerful. Fearless people, here's a cue. Listen more. <laughs> you, right. have two, you have two ears and one mouth, so use them. Um, this is so, so good because I think that, yeah, what you, what you said, it really resonates with me um, and with the work that I do. It's really about that people want to be heard, especially now. People, people want to be seen. People want to be understood. And it's so cool that you are actually doing that from a different angle um, with your background. Tell me, what do you see is like exciting right now in publicity and media and, you know, people, we've been basically during pandemic, we've been doing all the work virtually. What, what mm -hmm. is, where do you see the trend going now? Well, what I see with my clients is a lot more of them are asking people to come back to their offices, mm -hmm. but a lot of people don't necessarily want to do that because they've learned that they can work effectively from, from remotely. They've learned that they can do things, you know, um, you don't have to have a nine to, five, nine to five job sitting in an office anymore. You just don't have to do it. And a tremendous amount of my clients have also discovered they've saved a lot of money in travel, in rent, in, you know, leasing and all that sort of thing. So some of that, I think will change forever the way we work. But I also believe there's nothing like for business, for friendship, for every aspect of our life, there's also nothing like being in person. And so there's got to be a combination. Um, I worry sometimes about the, the generation of, of, you know, like the Gen Z, the Gen X, um, even the millennials. I worry about their exposure to having this kind of one-on-one -on -one or in-person conversations and that sort of thing, because I just fear that they will, they, we're creating a whole thing of social anxiety and all kinds of other issues that I would like to see us be able to cure. I think we need to, to figure out that we're constantly evolving as people and as businesses. And I think we need to, to just at a certain point, go with the flow but also recognize that changes have had to be made and they have been made and they will be forever changed. And we have to, we have to, we have to suit them best to what works for us personally and what works at the same time for, um, you know, our businesses or the, the, our clients. And it's just, you know, gets back to that idea of we, we have to communicate that we have to communicate that very well. And that's important. Wow. Yeah. I could go in so many directions, but there, there, here's one thing that I want to really ask you and, and ask for your opinion um, before we go into the, the nitty gritty of how to present yourself powerfully uh -huh. um, is now when you mentioned all these new generations and 
I think kids now, oh, this is how I present myself. Here's my avatar. <laughs> you know, yeah. we basically like artificial intelligence is real. Like, no kidding. Yeah. We are getting there. But how is also like one who, 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 I, I, I guess my question is, how do we know what is real, what is not? And how do we actually connect with the realness and authenticity? Though we might feel like, oh, this there it goes again, but the buzzword authenticity, but that's what it is. I want to speak to the real human and not to some robot or, or what do you think about that? Well, I think it's crucial that we have authenticity and it's very easy to get lost, lost right now. Um, with all the social media platforms that we have, with all the platforms in general where one can communicate, it's easy to look at them and say, oh, my life is so completely different. Oh, I'm not one of them. Oh, how can I be? And we get this crazy stuff that goes on in our head that isn't really relevant. So I think the, one of the first things that we really need to do is to be truly authentic to ourselves. And people say, well, what is that? That means being open, being vulnerable, being able to talk about what we need, um, to be able to feel valued, um, to feel, you know, to feel like we have an importance in this world. And you, you have got to understand what you are and how important each, every, each and every individual is. And do not diminish yourself by thinking you're less than someone because you're seeing all this stuff on social media that may or may not be real. Wow, big one, big one, big one. This is so, so crucial. Um, don't diminish yourself. Like, yeah, I think that is, and and I think that's the, the part of that, like presenting yourself powerfully, that is one of the aspects because mm -hmm. you are unique you. So mm -hmm. let's go there. Like, what does what what are some of the the cute things, few things like, that people can um, think about when they want to present themselves powerfully, apart from being unique, you being authentic. Well, the the one thing that you probably need to decide is what is my purpose. What is my mission? Why am I, what am I doing? What am I, as an entrepreneur, what am I selling? What am I, um, what is it I want people, you know, to take away from, from my messaging? So you, I think you need to be extraordinarily clear about your purpose. And my purpose, as I see it today, is to help people learn how to communicate in the best way they can, and thus gain that or find that authenticity, find that way of expressing their purpose that resonates and and of, of helping them become the best that they can be. And I get great satisfaction from doing that. When I was um, on, you know, on television there, were, and before I, when I was trying to figure out what I was going to do, um, I remember people coming off the set after we'd done an interview and they'd say, I didn't get to say what I wanted to say. And my response would be, well, I led you down a path with questions and you didn't know how to get back to who and what you are. And a light bulb went off in my head saying, I know exactly how to help people get to that place. So I want you to think about, you know, A, your purpose, and then recognize that whatever that purpose is, you are undoubtedly 
the expert in that space at that time. So if you start to get anxious or nervous or concerned about your presentation, if you focus, just, just bring it all back to why you're there and remembering that you're the expert speaking to people who don't know as much about that subject as you do. And so when you can have that aha moment of saying, oh, I'm the expert. And even if I say it poorly, or even if I forget something, I still know more than they do. And so, you know, give yourself that credit of who and what you are when you are making a presentation or when you're doing an interview or when just in, in any part of your life where you are, um, where you're, where you're showing off what you're doing, where you're telling what you're doing. And I don't mean doing it in a boastful way. I just mean doing it in a way that will be very relatable to your audience because that's key. Yeah, wow. I, I recently had a, a really good experience or example where one of my clients said, but th this might be like she was creating the, the slides for one of her presentations. And she said, I think this is a little bit too much. Like she had like so many bullet points and I said like, oh, you feel that you're too much? And she said, yeah, I don't want people to feel intimidated by what I achieved. And I felt like, what is that? You know, like people feel intimidated by what I achieved. Owning that who you are and mm -hmm. what made you the expert is I, I think you nail it like it, it is the 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 really the the secret behind how to present yourself like really owning that and not feeling like oh I need to dim my light because um this is too much for someone right yes you should never dim your light um and we we need to show our credibility right. obviously Right. I mean, you you must have some credentials for something. There are con artists out there who will never have the right credentials, but um, it's important that you do, you know, explain how you got your credibility. I do think that's important. Um, when when you use the word intimidation, the thing that I always think about is we can be intimidating by the body language that we have and by the way we say things, which instantly takes us away from that re relatability. Our audience will no longer relate to us. And so we need to find a way to deliver what it is we're delivering in a way that is conversational, that will make people say, oh, I get it. Oh, this is so interesting or, or, or whatever it is. So we never want to be intimidating because that just really will, people won't listen. And that's it. You know, my, my, um, my favorite quote, uh, and I use it in virtually all of my trainings comes from the poet Maya Angelou. And the, 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 um, the quote is people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but they will never forget how you made them feel. If you make them feel intimidated, no matter what kind of an expert you are, no matter how wonderful your work is, they will never relate to you and you will never be a success. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Love that. And apart from body language, like I really love that you're going into some um, tactics. Apart from body language, what mm -hmm. else should we like really consider when it comes to 
maybe like not just virtual but also um in-person presentation what are some some things that one has to consider when they are presenting or they are like speaking or whatever that is one of the things that i see all the time is i focus on three things in my trainings i focus on audience um substance and style style of course is really body language substance is what are you saying and then audience is who are you saying it to and I find that people frequently forget to look specifically at who their audience is going to be. Is it young, old, male, female? Um, are they certain kind of culture, certain ethnicity? Do they have certain beliefs? Because you wanna make sure you may be giving them the same message, but you're gonna to wanna to tailor it differently. You're not gonna to talk to a 25 year old the same way you're gonna to talk to a 60 year old. So it's important that you really customize for your audience how you deliver something. You might use a different analogy. You might tell a different story, even though they all have the same principle behind them. You're just doing something to get to that point of being relatable. So really determine who your audience is and make sure you're targeting them specifically and making them feel what you have to say. Then when it comes to the substance, so you've got your message, um, but we have an issue uh, around the world of attention spans. I know in the United States, the average attention span is eight seconds. That's pretty much what it is in almost any country. In some places, it's even less, which means it doesn't mean you've lost people's attention totally, but it means they're having that second conversation in the back of their head. So you have to make sure in the message, the substance of what you're saying, that you keep people engaged. So you have to continue to re-engage them with your words. Now, how do you do that? Well, you just talked about a slide somebody was, was putting up and was it too much? If you're using slides, make sure those slides are really interesting and don't have too much data in them because the human brain can't take in that much. Make sure you do certain things like, in person, you might walk across a stage or walk from one side of a, of a screen to another, or perhaps you'll stand up or sit down or put your hands in the back of a chair. You'll do something that will grab people's attention with your body. You might change the way you're speaking. You might get more, you might speak more rapidly, or perhaps you will speak at a different volume or your pace, because your pace immediately sets up what you are expecting or what the audience should expect. If I talk um, really, really fast and I sound really nervous, they're going to say, uh-oh, this is going to be, this is this this is something I might, this might be scary or this might not, this might be hard to listen to. Um, but if, and if you speak somberly, like heavy, people are going to say, uh-oh, this is not a good message that's coming. Now you're setting the expectation. There's so much we do surrounding the use of our voice. And then, of course, the style, every single one of us will deliver something differently than the other. And so within a company, you may have um, the same overall message, but each person that's delivering it is going to say it a little bit differently. They're going to have a little different excitement to them. They're, they're, so, so, but we so you have to adapt and make sure that everybody does it in their own style because that's what leads to authenticity. So all of the stuff I've just described is really crucial and to in presenting yourself well. Yeah, 
and it feels like it, it's really clear yeah uh, I love that you mentioned like audience like being really mindful of who you speak to Th that's such a big distinction and everyone should have that in mind and then the substance and style like you it's really really good like I'm gonna have I don't know about you guys but if you listening to this and you felt like oh my next presentation or speech or podcast interview I'm gonna have Jane in my mind when I'm gonna talk to to someone yeah I, I had this like wow this is so good <laughs> so thank yeah. you it's at the core of what I do really and it's and it's it's um it's what I've learned from my many, many years in front of a television camera and in conducting interviews and in meeting people all over the world, that I've gleaned all of this, all of this from those experiences because I know what works and I know what doesn't. Yeah. And for all of those wonderful entrepreneurs out there, I think you call them global citizens, right? All of them out there. And I love entrepreneurs because to me, it, it's such a wonderful experience when you actually create, you have an idea and then you take it, you fulfill it and you turn it into a real business. That is, it's just so wonderful. And I admire everybody who tries to do it because, um, you know, it's, it's using probably you at your best self. So I, I really want to encourage everyone who, they're, maybe they're a little afraid to start. Maybe they're whatever it is. Um, I just want to encourage them to, to to go for it. I mean, what's the worst thing that could happen? Right. Now is the time. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And with but, the tools, I think like this is really for, for our listeners who I think this is such a crucial part because sometimes people don't want to be visible. They don't want to go out there and share their message. They are hiding behind the brand um because they know how they don't know how to but this is like really like what you just laid out is so easy so simple and it's really everyone can do it in this way um so i think yeah just start i think show your face show who you are like that's is the that is the resonance that's what people resonate with people yeah. resonate with the person not with the you know, corporate logo or whatever that is. Exactly. And one of the, one of the beautiful things today, um, if you talk about all of the media platforms that are out there and all of the platforms in general, there's so many ways to reach an audience. Um, it's not just old traditional PR for, a, for an entrepreneur about, oh, I've got to get an interview on a particular, you know, national broadcast of some sort in whatever country they're in, or I've got to be able to be on the radio. You can, you can do your own thing for starters. You can create your own videos. You can do, you can start podcasts. You can do what you, you, so there's so many places where you can deliver your message in a way that works for you that first of all, you have to get outside of your comfort zone. Anyway, you just have to, you can't be an entrepreneur without getting outside of your comfort zone, right? Mm -hmm. You can't. So you're going to, and if you want it to be a success and if you feel whatever it is, is, is worthy of a business, then it's worthy of being talked about. And it's worthy of you putting your face out there. And once you start doing it, it becomes easier and easier and easier and easier. And we're so lucky today because we can practice on our little phones. Just put your phone on, tape yourself when you're getting ready for a meeting, tape yourself, how you sound. Did you say that? Well, did you, do you need to 
change it. Are your words resonating? Um, how do you look? What, you know, think about all those, all of that. But all you have to do is just practice on your phone and then just do it. Nobody else ever has to see it. And you just keep doing it until you feel like you really got it right. Mm-hmm. And one other thing, don't be too self-critical. Right. We are our biggest judges. We are. We're so mean to ourselves. So I, um, and one of the first things that happens with clients, because I use video all the time as a means of, of we do mock interviews or mock presentations or mock speeches or whatever it is. And one of the things they always say at the moment I play back the video is, oh, I can't stand the sound of my voice. Oh, I hate how I look. I'm going, stop it right now. You're just, you're being too harsh on yourself. Do we need to make some changes? Of course, or we wouldn't be working together. But the changes are not huge. And if I can just set you on this right path, then you're home free. Mm. So just be kind, be Mm. kind to yourself first. I love that. Yeah, self-acceptance and and grace and kindness. Love that. This is so good. And you mentioning comfort zone. I think this is beautiful segue into our favorite part of of the episode. What was one of the moments in your career? Probably there were many, but one moment that you felt shit scared and you were like, "Oh, I'm not gonna do this," but you did it anyway. And now, when you look back, this is the the your fear to success story. Well, I think uh, you're right. There are many, but for me, it, it, there's two aspects of that fear question. Uh, when I left NBC and I was about to start, I was starting my own business, and I thought, am I, is, am I ever going to be successful at this? And how do I begin? But that, so just before I announced that I was starting this business and that I was leaving, I went with a friend out to Colorado and she took me on a hike. And what happened on that hike is that she had, she had some ropes around her, around her, wrapped around her shoulder. I should have known then this was trouble brewing. And all of a sudden, I find myself rappelling across a 500-foot sheer cliff and going from you know toehold to foothold with the ropes and all this sort of thing. And I was scared to death. And I, th- I said, what have you done to me? Why are you doing this? And I, But I made it across, and I got to the other side, and I was very proud of myself. And I go, oh, that was okay. All right, I did that. I did that. I did that. Done that. Don't need to do it again. And she goes, oh, yes, you do, because we have to go back the same way we came. But- her methodology for me at that moment was to get me out of my fear, to get me into a place for, where if I could do something physical, I could do something mental. And it just, it, it was it was like, it just broke something inside of me and opened me up to vulnerability and to saying, this is what I'm going to do for this work. This is how I think it will be. But it's obviously continually evolved. And that's wonderful. We all need friends like that. So, <laughs> so good. And I and I love the analogy. Like, yeah, if I, if I so this is the thing. One time when we break the fear is like really when we do it once, it's really I can do anything. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really, really brilliant example. And it's it's so with with people that that are you know, in the process of creating a business and 
you know how many times you hear the excuse, oh, it's not the right time. Or maybe I don't have enough money. Oh, I don't know how I'm going to do this. How am I going to, I, I can't leave the kids or whatever the excuses are. They're simply excuses. And I would encourage everyone to just, just go for it because it, the rewards can be so beautiful and so powerful and it will change your life. Yeah, it, it will change your life and the life of people, of people that you are impacting. So it's like really, really good. Thank you for that. This this always needs to be said um, because it's our, it's not just the power of an entrepreneur that holds the idea, but it's also responsibility to share that idea. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and amazing. the execution. The execution. Right, always. I mean, <laughs> so good. I got a lot of brilliant ideas going on around this head of mine, but um, sometimes I'm not so good at executing on all of them. But if and you... that's also okay. There, yeah. there will be time for everything. <laughs> right, and and also by the way, um, people actually like it when you ask them for help. Mm-hmm. And we're always afraid to do that, but you'll be shocked at the responses you'll get. Sure, there are going to be people, be people who will either ignore you or say no, but there will be people who will reach out a helping hand. And if you do it in a way that says, "This is my, this is what I'm trying to do, but I don't know how to do this part of it," like. I'm not sure, do I need to hire a bookkeeper or do I need an accountant or how do I take care of that? Um, And they'll give you some advice or you'll say, how do I advertise or how do I get the message out there? People are happy to help you. Mm. They they love to be asked. I mean, not everybody, but, you know, sometimes all you need is one. Yes. And that's why also it's important to be in this circle of people who who did the work and who knows things. Um, And with that being said, I would love our people to connect with you on social media. And if they feel like, oh, I need I need an advice or I need some help. um, Where is the best way to connect with you? Well, so my website is Jane Hanson, H-A-N-S-O-N dot com. And there's a place on there, there where you can connect with me. My email is jane at janehanson.com. And um, I also have, if you, um, you're going to put up all my social media tags, but if you look at the, if you, I do, I have a couple of courses that are on um, something called Gen Connect U, which is Gen Connect University. And one of the courses is all about executive presence and making presentations. And another one is about making videos. And so those are actual courses that exist. So people could do that too. And nice. there, are links to it. there are links to it on my website. Um, so there's just, I mean, there's lots of ways. I love that. So guys, if you felt um, called to explore working with, with Jane or um, connecting with her, we're going to put all the links in the show notes and also, if you felt that this was something that you had a aha moment through listening to, to Jane, please make sure to screenshot this episode and tag both of us in the IG story so we can hear from you. What is the takeaway? What is your next action step? How are you going to present yourself powerfully? Share with us. What is your next big gig or whatever that is? So we really want to know. Um with that being said, Jane, was there anything that I forgot to ask you and you were like, I want to share this? 
Well, you, you did a masterful job. Thank you. Um, I just wrote a couple of articles for Forbes about podcasting because I do have articles at Forbes Women um, and I wrote them about podcasting. So I I would encourage everybody to get onto podcasts. There are mm. loads of fun mm. and you have a great time doing them, right? Yeah. Wow. Like podcasting changed my life for my, for me. Intention was to practice my English and it led to this beautiful mission of just um, inspiring people around the world to, to be what they are meant to be. I think through these stories, uh, interviewing entrepreneurs, like everyone gets the permission to, to do what they call to do. And um, it's for everyone is different things, but I think, podcasting has been such a game changer for me um yep. really connecting with people and just sharing uh, messages their messages i i get so much of it i i get i get to sit one on one with experts like you and also connecting with people and sharing that it's it's right. brilliant it's just and it and it's fun so. it's fun it's so much fun yeah. <laughs> And so hopefully- yeah, we're gonna sh- we're gonna share the Forbes article as well, so you guys can check everything. And as we said, connect with Jane. Um, and if you had a aha moment or you want to share with us, also get on the IG stories and share that with us. We will be so happy to hear from you. So thank you. That would be wonderful. Thank, thank you, you, Jane. So much. I really appreciate it. It was wonderful. Lots of love to Florida. Ciao. Bye bye. My fearless soul, thank you so much for tuning in and taking the time to listen to this episode. I appreciate you and I am so excited to hear from you. If you haven't yet, please go to kite.link slash forward insider and leave a review. Extra points if you screenshot this episode and post it on your IG stories and tag me at Diana Lugoli and tell me what's your big takeaway. With that being said, I'm sending you a daily dose of D. I love you and I'm so, so grateful for you. Till infinity. Mwah.